Bienvenidos to Merendeando, part of Radio Luna Tiro. This is our last episode of season eight, and Lou and I want to thank all of you for listening. This has been such a cool, amazing season. Yeah, it's been an amazing season. And for this mini episode, Monica and I will reflect on season eight and the conversations we had with our wonderful, talented guest. So let's get started. So Lou, tell me, is there a memory from this season of Radio Luna Theater that will stay with you forever? Coming to the podcast for the first time as a co-producer and a random co-host from time to time, having the conversations, being able to be part of this podcast and being able to listen uh, to all these different artists was the best memory, like the memory that'll stay with me, just the conversations themselves and how much I learned from all the amazing guests that we had in this podcast. How about you? I really like to have multiple guest hosts. That was really fun. Mm. Not that I don't love co-hosting with you, but I think bringing people who have been in the Aluna universe and making them part of this podcast was really, really special and in a different way to view this podcast and how we do things. And mm -hmm. also doing the live episode with Santiago That was so much fun. Such a reminder of how different it is to do the podcast live and how yeah. it is to do it yeah. from home. I think that was an experience that I was looking forward before when we were doing the podcast live and to bring it back at least for one episode was a journey and something that I will I will cherish. And hopefully next season we can do it more often. Yeah, I, I think it was... It was an experience, a little chaotic, but once we got the hang of it and remember how to record in person, it was an awesome experience to be able to have Santiago with us in person and reconnect like physically. And I also think the the beauty that this podcast can leave in both worlds, like online and in person, is that we get to talk to different people, regardless of where they're located. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about being inspired and being inspired by the Rutas Festival. What conversations or engagements do you hope the podcast brought to our audiences? Mm. <laughs> uh, every time we ask this sort of question to our guests, they will be like, this, this question is a little bit hard. And now here we are putting it in for us. Um, I think the conversations or engagement that I hope this podcast brought was about being connected with maybe somebody that you don't think you have nothing in common and then finding yeah. through conversations that there's so many things that we actually or people actually can share. That is something that, that I think. I also, this season in particular, I think the different ways that art can look and how much process is an important, important part of any peace development, but it also so important to the final product and how can something, even though it's already live and it's already happening, can be still in the process and then can be still changing and changing Yes, because it's live theater. So anything can happen. I think I agree with everything you say as always, <laughs> but I will add that it was us, us being able to showcase such a diverse group of artists and diverse ways to create and to show like like how theater can be so many things there's no one way to create there's no one way to make theater 
there's no one way to interact with audiences. Um, so I think the beauty of the podcast was to talk to all these artists and just discover new ways that I can create as an artist and that we hope our audiences can enjoy um, like seeing all these different ways that theater uh, is made. Yeah. Every episode we ask our current guests to post the question to the next guest so we can keep the conversation going across practices and across borders. Finally, somebody's asking yeah. a question for us. And, and this question comes from an incredible artist, Fer Sandoval Pessoa. And they ask, how does tenderness play a role in your practice? So Lou, how does tenderness <laughs> play a role in your practice? I'm realizing that asking questions is very easy. Like, answer is hard. so hard. Thanks, Fer, for the question. Uh, tenderness, definition of tenderness. Ever since we had we had the conversation with Fer, I was like, tenderness can have so many different meanings and definitions. And if I just pinpointed to the my art practice and um, my creation process, I would say that tenderness for me is taking care of myself and surrounding myself with people that I love and people that I admire. Like, it's very important for me to create in a safe space. And for me, that means to have people that I can trust and people that can see me fail and can see me like win and support me regardless. Um, I think it's very important as an artist, especially because we get told no and we you know, we always try new things and they don't always stick to surround yourself with a team that has your back and pushes you to be better while at the same time understands that you're a human being that sometimes needs a second, sometimes needs to like shift completely. So yeah, having a supportive environment while creating is one of the ways that tenderness plays a role in my practice. I second everything you said. I, I think, yeah, being surrounded by people that not only you trust, but also that will keep you grounded in many ways. Because mm -hmm. I feel when we're doing, at least for me, when I'm creating, I'm like, nothing matters. But the <laughs> creation, and I'm like, I won't sleep, I won't yeah. eat, just create. And to have people around you that are like, slow down, everything's okay, that always help stretching is one of my favorite things but I also and recently like yesterday <laughs> my body remind me that I should practice more tenderness <laughs> because my knee got a little bit tender and decided to not work so I feel sometimes when we're not utilizing yeah. tenderness in our practice the body will be like Hey, remember? <laughs> yeah, your body always knows. Yeah, the body always yeah. knows. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> and, yeah, but it, it is it is something that I, I was thinking a lot this morning about like, oh, like, what should I do? This is like, I can't, because I'm like, I can't stop art is happening. But yeah, just to take a moment and, and turn to, the, to our community and be like, hey, I need help. It's also... A, a way to be tender to yourself. So, so thank you, Fair, for making us think about our, our yeah, practice. Yeah, for reminding us to like take care of each other and ourselves. So, yeah, be tender. 
<laughs> be tender to anybody out there. Yeah. Be tender. <laughs> um, shifting gears a bit and just talking a little bit about the future of the podcast. What do you think it's next? I think what's next for the podcast, or what I hope is next for the podcast, is more live <laughs> interviews. Yeah. And I also hope that we can do more international interviews, yeah. utilizing what we have learned through the last few seasons. So I really hope more international stuff and also more conversations about art because I feel there's so many things we can talk about art. Yes, I just wish these conversations could last forever. I think it's a privilege that I am so lucky to like have is to just talk to so many artists and hear about their process, hear about like their journeys. As an emerging artist, this is everything to me. Um, learning how somebody got to where they are and how they're still like in the process of learning new things and exploring who they are as an artist and as a person is amazing to, to listen to. So I hope these conversations keep going forever, that we can bring different types of perspective, artists from different parts of the world connect and just create connections. Yeah, I hope that we, we keep bringing such deep and interesting conversations to our audiences. And let us know whoever is listening out there, whatever you think is next for the podcast, let us know in the comments, let us know in social media, let us know if you see us in the street. Just stop <laughs> us and be like, hey, I have an idea. Hey. Yeah, wherever, wherever you can find <laughs> us, please let us know. And thank you so much, Lou, for being my co-host, co-producer, and co-friend during this season. <laughs> it was such a journey. It was so much fun. I learned so much. And, and what a pleasure to share it with you. Uh -huh. What an amazing festival. What an amazing team, artists, like production, everything. And of course, what an amazing Monica. Always <laughs> a pleasure to do anything with you. And I hope we keep creating together. Yeah. And thank you for everyone who listened. And thank you, Trevor and Bea, as always. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We're speaking from Takoronto. This is the traditional territory of the Haudenosaunee, the Nashinabe, the Wendat, and Mississaugas of the Credit. This land is covered by the Digital One Spoon Wampum and Treaty 13, also known as the Toronto Purchase. Araluna. We remember that people can begin to heal when they are hurt. We are committed to artful participation in disagreements. We are committed to unsettling ourselves towards connection, respect, and justice for all people who now live in this city, which has been a meeting place since time immemorial. Radio Luna Teatro is supported by Aluna Theatre with support from the Toronto Arts Council, the Ontario Arts Council, the Canada Council for the Arts, the Department of Canadian Heritage, and TD Bank. Aluna Theater is Beatriz Pisano and Trevor Shellness. Radio Aluna Teatro is produced by Monica Garrido and Lucia Linares. For more about Aluna Theater, visit us at alunatheater.ca, follow at Aluna Theater on Twitter or Instagram, or like us on Facebook. <laughs>